All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. <laughs> The way welcome, welcome back. Yeah, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm good. Good. How was your weekend? My weekend was good. It was, um, on the chill side. We've still, we're somehow, some way, somehow, we're still celebrating this girl's birthday. Uh, (laughs) Some way, some I told you, I'm not not feeling bad about, I'm not feeling bad no more. What? What would you, what bad about what? I'm celebrating my birthday all month next year. I never, all, I never, no, told you I not never, to. I never said it with you. I'm saying it'd be me. Why? Because I'd be like, I don't want to do too much. There's no such thing. Yeah, next year is it. There's no Taking such thing. Taking everybody on a ride. Yeah, yeah. It's just my off. birthday's at the end of the month, so it just comes, and then oh, it's like yeah. August is over. But we'll continue on until September, or start that shit early. Start it early. Don't continue into September. That's crazy. <laughs> Started early though. Yeah, at least like two weeks. It's just that that's Leo season because I kick off Virgo season. Oh, so you know, yeah, I don't really different. get into mode. I mine is the first day of Virgo, so you I got to go into September. Okay, fine. At least two, three weeks. Yeah, I got to go into September. You could, you could, you could celebrate all season. Yeah, I love that. I do, honey. I'm in Scorpio season, still going strong. So we went and to dinner over. 
We went to dinner, Nick's on Bev, really. Nick's on Beverly, very good vegan spot. So the food was phenomenal. Drinks, <laughs> ambiance. <laughs> it was a good. Yes, it was and a good time. And what else did I do this weekend? Killed. <laughs> Tell them what you did. I and there's more out. information. I hung out. Friends, friends, mm-hmm. friend, and insecure premiered. Sick ass. Yes, insecure did. Premiere. Insecure premiered. What did you do? Ah! <laughs> what did you do? Um. Yeah, we went to dinner. Still celebrating. Um, out after dinner, I went to a little J. Cole concert, a very private, it was very quaint. It was at the Roxy. So, you know, it's like a handful of people. Yeah. I think like 200, 300 people, 200 people in that bitch max. Intimate. It very intimate. Um, and you know, J. Cole. What? So sweet. What'd he say? He was just so kind. I could just see his humility even in his stardom, really? you know? Yeah. Like some people are just like down to earth and personable not like i was shaking down right, nigga right. Up, but the his energy his energy like he had a very you see his apparel he had a very relaxed freeform style, lock freeform lock t-shirt jean you know just happy to be there just just <laughs> performing his art and it was a little for the people who are very very close up to the stage well everybody's close because the venue is so small but there were people who were right up at the front of the stage and it was warm up there with the lights and everything and he was like y'all y'all they got it hot as fuck in here he was like i need a case of water give out water to everybody in this audience oh wow he was like keep passing the water back keep the waters coming keep the waters coming just like considerate considerate he was just so sweet was and I giving was like, considerate my heart was melting every word that he said i said yes so um that was quick that was good quick in and out and then sunday i chill just we just watched insecure yeah it was very low-key sunday for me um same mm-hmm. so week is over weekend is over we're into the week insecure is back and yeah we should do our bring our recaps back Oh, yes, we're doing that. On Patreon. That was so... We have to do that. We'll do that. Final season. Okay, cute. Okay, I love that. Did we talk about our last weekend? What happened last weekend? Oh, yeah, we did. Because I got back. No. You were gone. We didn't talk about my vacation. Yes, we did on the check-in. Oh, we talked about it on the check-in. Exactly. Okay, so... Wow, there's a lot that y'all missed, honey, because I was out of town. We recorded early. Yeah. Um, oh no, we talked about it. We talked about it because we oh. recorded with Franny at the end of the week. Oh, okay. Y'all got it, y'all. Point point being, <laughs> I had an amazing birthday weekend in Miami. I had the best BF ever. <laughs> hey boo boo. Love you. I I was really treated nicely, okay? <sighs> I was treated like the queen. Like you deserve. Exactly. Like I deserve to be treated. You went you've been without for too long. Honey, it's time. <laughs> I was out. I was out there fighting. It's time for you to get what you deserve. It's been so long. So here I am, and um, I'm happy. Good for you. I love that for weekend. you. Yes, I love a birthday treatment. <laughs> That's my fucking favorite. I'd be making it a point. My birthday is very important you to me. You do. You do love a birthday. I do. My birthday is very important to me. Anybody who cares about me knows that, and I like mm. to be celebrated. Should Can you I handle it? Spoiled. Can you handle it? Yeah. Who sings? Can you handle it? 
If, if I, I go, go also Usher. like Valentine's Day. You do. I I just like romance. I I never hesitate to say that. Like I love romantic things. What do you love about it? The thoughtfulness, the gestures. You have it queued up now. Yeah. The thoughtfulness, <laughs> the gestures. gestures. Yeah. The things. Mm-hmm. I'm a girl who loves romance. Yeah. It's coming to you. Your romantic so anyway, nigga is coming down a turn. Come on, come on. I have a spot warm for you. Break you. <laughs> Evelyn Lozada. <laughs> um anyway yeah so yeah weekend was cool weekend was great so um that was a new week new tea oh, where we can't keep with you and you can't keep with we one day we will remember to say yeah. it so we are what we're going to transition into is a right into the review piece so Listen, i mean i must say i'm blown away i think i'm starting to realize that y'all kind of care about us yeah if I ever doubted there was evidence you, of care. This week proved me wrong. There was evidence of care. And I don't know if it's because we nailed you guys to the cross. Period. I will continue to if that's what it takes. Y'all but really y'all really came, came like y'all pulled up in the sprinters. Yeah. Okay. Y'all pulled up in sprinters and hopped into the ratings and the reviews. I'm like, look at the girls, look at the girls. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 Okay. We definitely were on a party bus. Yeah, it was giving party bus vibes. Y'all came through. We are only 50 away. That's it? 50 okay, from our goal. In. More dropped in. Now, We're only 50 away from our goal. If y'all really love us, we're really close happen. to it if we count the international mommies because for some reason those don't load up. Mm-hmm. But we're 50 away from our goal of 2,000 ratings and reviews. 53 away. There's some that haven't loaded on there yet, Queen. Oh, wow. Um, hmm. So, yes, please take the time if you feel if you love this show, if you gain some knowledge, a gym, anything, just take a few seconds to rate and review the podcast. It means a lot to us. It really helps us. And, yeah, we value it. Yeah. So to show our appreciation, we are going to read our review of the week. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get the shit. Let's get the shit. Mm-hmm. Let me get to the shit. Okay, this one comes from Gab Grace. She says, I love it here. Steal. She's still standing. Standing. I started listening to this podcast about a year ago, and the content continues to get even better and better. I love the banter and the topics that are covered. I've been trying to create my life with intentionality, and this podcast covers topics that helps me to do so. They are my homegirls and big sisters for real. Plus, they always respond to my IGDM, so I feel like we know each other in real life. Yes, we do respond. Follow us on Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you, Gab Grace. Thanks, boo-boo. Love you. Yes. So. That was very sweet. That's that. Next, we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Patreon is just as important as the ratings and the reviews because this show is free. We come here every week and give the free content. But Patreon helps keep the lights on. Yeah, y'all see it illuminated This neon sign behind us. <laughs> the couch we're the sitting couch on. The couch we're sitting on. The microphones we're speaking into. All of this the shit costs. Mm-hmm. And Patreon helps the homegirls out. So if you join us on Patreon in exchange for your monetary donation, we give you bonus episodes. Last week, we just did our check-in, our November check-in, our October, October check-in. Mm-hmm. And it was... Um, it's been getting more and more vulnerable yeah, over there. So yeah. it's really become our safe space. Uh, we're really leaning into vulnerability and just speaking how we feel in the moment. And healing ourselves. And healing ourselves. There's a lot of growth happening in that area. So... If you want our tea, our real low down dirty tea. Yeah, we talked about being get over stretched there. with transition. Yeah. Um, dating experiences. Mm-hmm. 
just a lot. And I'm really excited for the content that's going to keep coming out over there. We have a really great um, bonus episode that we're going to talk be talking about keep, keeping this conversation about dating in this series yeah, open the over bonus on Patreon. Episode for this series is being friends with your ex. Yeah. If it's possible. Is it a thing? Can you be friends with an ex? Yes. And how open can you use? I'm really interested to talk to these two people mm-hmm. about using an ex for growth. Because sometimes we be done with these niggas and we just be like, mm, we're done with you. I don't want to have no reflection. I don't care how you perceived me in the relationship. I don't want to hear any feedback. Bye. But I want to know how you can use an ex to grow As and a, be better. stool. And be better in the, in your next relationship. Like you can really get some firsthand insight instead of just guessing. Yeah. So we are going to be talking with um, a duo who is living this out. Being yeah. Platonic. Platonic lovers. Platonic lovers. Yeah. Um. So I'm really excited as well to talk to them. We have our October playlist that will be going up in tonight. Maybe. Yeah. They gotta go tonight. Yeah. Uh, Just a bunch of extra goodies. Affirmations coming down the pipeline. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. So if you're interested, the link is down in the show notes. Join us over there. On Patreon. So last week. No, we need to shout out our patrons. You're absolutely right. There's a lot of them. I'm glad somebody remembered. Y'all have been coming in hot. So this week for the patrons, our new patrons, we have Tiasha. Hey, Tiasha. Lola. Lola. Very sexy name. Aisha. Hey, Aisha. Okay, maybe I thought y'all were hot or y'all came in warm this week. Yeah. It was warm, but I'm expecting it to be piping next week. But it's burning up on Patreon because that was a good episode. It was. No cap. It was. It was good. It did no cap. It was. Okay, so last week. Last week, yeah. we We chatted with Francesca Hoagie. We did. Of the Dear Franny podcast. And we discussed dating patterns. We discussed dating archetypes. And explained kind of what it means to be in different archetypes and different patterns. And also liberated ourselves with the knowledge that you can change your dating pattern or habits at any given moment. You can. You have the power. You have the power. It's all within. And that's empowering. And that's our whole goal with this series, making sure that we um, affirm ourselves and encourage ourselves to have empowering dating experiences instead of just running around saying dating is ghetto. I hate it here. Mm -hmm. Da, 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 da. Changing the narrative. Yeah. Changing the damn narrative as much as we can. We're on the path of doing so. That's where we're on the path. So on our path. Yeah. Next we're stop. here today. <laughs> we're here today to talk about a few things. So you're dating now what? Right? We've listened to these episodes, these experts. We've talked to um, Aaliyah of Spiritual Shit about manifesting love. We talked to Franny about recognizing our dating patterns. So after we've done the work, now we're dating. Mm-hmm. And in efforts to not get beat down, <laughs> we have to stay strapped. So today we're going to be talking about passing test. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about limerence mm-hmm. and how to distinguish that um, from love. And just having a candid chat. Yeah. About the two. So let's get into it. Let's get get into it. Yeah. Let's get into it. So oh. <laughs> limerence. Limerence. Is That's a, what I was going to ask you. What is limerence, child? So limerence is when you are first talking to someone right 
and you are just obsessed. You're infatuated. You're seeing them through these rose-colored glasses. You're just seeing all of the good things, right? It's like, wow, look at this person who I have or who's you might not even fully have them. That's the thing. You mm. might not even fully have them. Mm. But this person, you're just all in. Yeah, inundated with them. Yeah, really yeah. feeling them. Yeah. It's and it can be confused for love. Yeah, because it's like, because it's like similar feelings like I'm falling. Yeah, it's chemical. Yeah, right? it's all in the brain. And another piece of limerence is that you feel like this person is going to save you. Like that's what makes it even more like where you admire them so much. It's like, yes, you are the person I've been waiting for. You are the thing that I was going to I was waiting for. You're going to get me a bottle, whatever situation I'm in. And we are sailing off into the sunset. I know that is so true. Like the saving thing. And it's funny because this is something that I have to stay tapped in about because we talked about this before, I think on Patreon about our pattern, literally mm -hmm. Germany and I share this pattern on the pattern about romantic and impractical love. Right. So when you have this pattern, you often look at relationships as a savior, like, wow, you are really piece of my life that I need yes like you're feeling it yes in. yes you are the missing puzzle yeah you I have everything else and you are going to come in and complete the story yes it's literally like that. it's like that it's like you like I was waiting on you at the door yeah and it's not negating the desire and need for partnership because that's human right mm -hmm. we all desire and honestly need partnership yeah. but when you have this pattern you can get so like tied into the fantasy and like, oh, the romance yeah, and the romanticizing love. and idealizing a person because you want them to fit the narrative so bad. So bad. It's like, yes, this is you. You I'm going to make you work. Period. You get into the make it work mindset. Yeah, because you're just paying attention to the pieces that could possibly work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you have this pattern, it's very important to know that all the things that you're looking for in somebody else to save you. You possess those things in yourself. So like anchor onto that instead of anchoring onto the person that you think has all these traits. It's giving work in progress. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's all that to say that we are susceptible. Of course. To I limerence. Have been, we, I have been a limerenter. <laughs> whatever you want to say it, however you want to say it. I have been there. I have been a limerenter. We are susceptible uh -huh. to limerence. And we have to stay 10 toes motherfucking down. And we know that there are some homegirls, even homeboys out there who are also susceptible. So we want to bring it to your awareness so that you don't get tied up in some shit and wonder why you're flipped upside down, inside out, time after time. That'd be me. It'd be time after time. Literally, y'all, every person I get with, I'm like, this is him. I know you are. I know. Literally. I mean, I might not vocalize it, but I'd be having feelings of it. Oh, really? When, like, not as extreme but I'm like, you must me. <laughs> maybe not as extreme as you. Like, I don't dive completely all the way. Your legs be up. Maybe just my front of my body. Just a front of my full divers mode. Just a front of my body. You be fully dived in. into the water like he's here. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. But I kind of be like shoulder lean. Yeah. Yeah. Sneaking in and out of it. No, no, no. I'll be like, he's the one I've been waiting on. I said that on Instagram too. I really feel that way. Yeah. I don't know. I just be like, yeah. Yes, you are the person that I've actually been waiting on. Thank you for getting here. Let's move forward. 
I know it's so crazy. Do you feel like you become consumed, kind of? Like when you're talking to someone and you're feeling them, it's a vibe. Do you become consumed? Mm -hmm. Like I think about it. I think about our life playing out in my head. You know I do. I know. I'm like, uh, and I probably don't even say it as much as I feel it. It's like, an internal thing. It's an internal thing. Like I've, I've already started being like, this is what our life is going to look like together, which sounds crazy as fuck. In a more grounded way, not in a like a stalker obsessed Not way. stalker obsessed, but a real reality. Like, yeah. okay, so you're talking this, you'll probably be good at. I start thinking about the um, what it's going to look like in the future, right? Like n not necessarily you're my husband, but like us being together. The possibility of how it could look in the future. Yeah, like rather that's two months, three months, four months, a year from now, I already be putting the pee. I'm like, yes, finally. You showed up now. Let's do what we're gonna do. <laughs> let's get the ball rolling. Let's get it rolling. Let's get it. Yeah, I do. I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um. Yeah, I have some thoughts of that for sure. Mm -hmm. And I be obsessed with kind of like when you first talk to somebody, they're not obligated to contact you frequently. But with me, I'm like, once we start talking. I want to talk frequently mm. like I want to and I feel like that might be slightly on the obsessive end mm. because maybe I don't know maybe I don't even can't even tap in with you because we're the same in this regard but <laughs> I'm wondering with some people do they feel okay with like not having to talk to the person daily that doesn't like change how they feel because also it's kind of like you can get anxious like I haven't heard from you and I Why wonder haven't I heard is it our you? anxious attachment style playing out that could definitely, definitely very well be. Anxious. Because I had that experience with my current relationship. Remember, I remember I was on my walk, y'all. This is during the pandemic, baby. When I was walking hella much and like being outside hella much. And I was talking to you about it. And I'm like, this is the early stages of Andres and I dating. And I'm like, he really be like doing his own shit throughout the day. And I'm not used to not talking to somebody oh, yeah. throughout the day. You're used to frequent, constant communication throughout the day. Yeah. And it had me triggered. And I was like, what is that? Maybe I need to lean into being more autonomous and not feeling like I got to talk to them every day. Like it's a problem when I don't or not every day, nigga, because I need to speak to you every day. But like throughout the day, throughout the day all the time, because the guy before my current relationship wake up sending text messages we weren't talking on the throughout on the phone throughout the day as much but we were constantly texting whereas andres and i talk on the phone or facetime a lot so i was like nigga i need to my phone need to be lit up right. i need to be constantly on a text with you and i was like what is that and i think that goes back to the anxious attachment style feeling like okay nigga you calling me you tapped in we're, we're connected in some way i know you're here you're interested it's giving a sense of it gives a sense of security yeah which is kind of a fault is it a false sense it kind of seems it like it could be a false so sense early. because it's so early like what security are you really getting yeah it, but anxious, it gives something it gives something it gives style. something yeah and i think a healthy way would be to detach mm -hmm. a healthier way would be to detach like okay i have not heard from you and but that's okay. okay yeah but when you're in limerence you want to hear from you might be my one i need to hear from you aren't i your one that'd be the thing have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language whether it's for that upcoming international trip connecting with family and friends diving deep into a new culture or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities but let's face it traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag that's where Rosetta Stone comes in. 
As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR's got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. <laughs> so what are you waiting for? 
Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. They be making them our ones. And, and then, we might not be there one uh-huh. yet. It, yeah, yeah. You hear it yet. You don't know it yet. And this is a real thing. This was coined, this term limerence was coined by a psychologist named uh, Dorothy Tanove. Yes. So this is some real shit. Okay, so let's talk about the stages of limerence. Let's get it. So the first stage is the infatuation stage, which mm. we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. So I love that one. This is similar to the first stage of a relationship. So... These feelings are not abnormal, right? Yeah. It happens. It's when you stay stuck in them that it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. So the first stage of limerence, right? You're looking at these people again through the rose-colored glasses. Um, you may be ignoring some red flags because it's like this is the honeymoon part. Yes. I'm learning a lot about you. I'm assessing our similarities. Like we're presenting our best selves. It's a vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's is. the good. It's the fun part. This is. Yeah. And... Because you're trying to create that harmony, all you're trying to do is really get close to the motherfucker. Stay close, get close, <laughs> and 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 as a result, we might miss things or steer clear or blind keeps our blinders on to things that pull us apart. It's like that's the part of avoiding the red flags or missing the red flags. It's all out of the desire to continue to, to stay keep, apart and not to look for close. something to burst the bubble. Exactly. Exactly. It's like I want to sustain this feeling of feeling good and I'm liking you. And you're liking me. Yeah. And back to what you were saying. Actually, we'll keep moving through limerence and then I'm going to give you a little dating timeline that I learned. Okay. Yeah. Because I think it's a good one. 
Yeah. We love a timeline or some tools. Guide us. Guide us. What should we be doing? Yes. (sighs) Okay. So next is the crystallization stage. Mm -hmm. So this is where we continue to maintain the intensity. Right. Mm -hmm. So again, we're rationalizing those red flags. Ooh. Is when you begin to rationalize them. I have rationalized. I was crystallized. Yeah. (laughs) Rose quartz. Oh my God. I was crystallized. Because you know what? I feel like you can integrate your stages here if you want. Okay, but I can integrate. It, okay, in a healthy relationship, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, during this stage, because we said like limerence is very common in the beginning, the first stage. But in a healthy relationship, this second stage is like, okay, I'm noticing like you're human, right? Yeah. I noticed that there are some things that aren't my favorite, mm-hmm. but we're assessing, should I cut the relationship off or is this something that we can work through and like build and grow stronger together? Yeah. But with limerence and when this, you're, you're in this second stage, it's like, I see the shit and I'm still trying to rationalize it. I don't care. I want to maintain this intensity. I want to maintain this feeling of limerence. I want to stay connected. Or I, some, I don't even think it's a matter of I want to. You literally do not see it. Because of the chemicals and the chemicals that are being released when you're in this specific state, right? It's like keeping the honeymoon energy alive and really being like, oh, but they're actually like when you see something, not even saying that could be, it's like they're so good. Like, honestly, they can't be doing that because they're perfect. They would never lie to me. They would never really cheat on me. Nope, they're not. It's like you really don't even have the fucking capacity the bandwidth to be like some shit probably going on over there <laughs> or you're you're being aloof or like trying yeah you like trying to ignore things like you know like if you know. yeah like trying to be passive mm-hmm. and not even investigate or and also you want to present your best self so now you might be walking on goddamn eggshells so that you just appear perfect so they don't ever want to leave exactly it's like yes i am this image i am who you want me to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. although it may not be who you really are yeah i was in limerence yeah. i think this is a part that knocked me out because i can't do that it's like i mean it's different it's different aspects right there's the part of you that might be walking on eggshells there's a party that might be rationalized the red flags it's the party that might be accepting things that you normally wouldn't so that y'all don't have any space in between you it's a lot it's the it's the um what else is it it's the um not settling but compromising so much where it's like fuck it i usually go for a nigga with a beer but i'll take a ball face today baby whatever it might be now that ain't that nigga maybe because they're so special to you Listen, I know how we feel about facial hair. So I I'm gonna love just break. a beard. We love a beard, honey. We love a little something on the face. Love to touch it. As long as you ain't looking childish. So listen, I'm going to tell y'all some little stages of dating that I've learned. So zero to three months is when you are in this perfect phase of the relationship. This is when a per- person literally this appears. This is the limerence. This is the limerence phase. Well, really, also, limerence can last anywhere from three months or from the time you meet a person to three years. So keep your head on the motherfucking swivel. Keep your toes down. Be tapped in, queens, because this can tr- be drawn out for a long time if we really not tapped in. So in this dating space or getting to know a person, the first three months are the perfection period. It's like, wow, best selves are being presented. Doors are being opened. Dates are being planned. Okay. Right, a right, lot right. is going a lot of energy is being exerted to maintain the perception of perfection. 
I am the person you want. I am the person that you that I say I am. I'm presenting my best self. Right. Which we talked about on the check-in. Having that power stripped away. Y'all go listen to that check-in. <laughs> go listen to that check-in. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like there's there's something to that. Like wanting to... I, that's the way we win people over. Yeah. It's like get in here. Get in here. Then once you get in and buckled up, then we'll go on the ride. <laughs> Then I'm gonna then we'll show go you on the, the ride. On. Then we'll go on the ride. Yeah. So, so the first three months are really about presenting best self. It's perfection. You don't really see no flaws in them. They don't see no flaws in you, likely because you haven't allowed any flaws to be shown. You know, it would really be good if we just started at stage four. It just after that. I mean, I know there's like a dance that we have to do, not to strip it away and just get down to the nitty gritty. But if we were a little bit more open and vulnerable in these beginning stages, it would be nice because it's like, I'm not trying to present shit, but who I am. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's just not how it always works, but there's some of that though. Yeah. There's a little piece of that if you're mature. And I think depending on where you are in your life, you have to be grown. Yeah. And what you're looking for. Right. You want to hurry up and get to that point. Right. Which we get to that now. Six, three to six months is the like humanizing stage, right? It's where you realize, Oh wow. This motherfucker's real. Some shit might come out, triggers, maybe some disagreements. You start to be vulnerable with one another. So thus you see their flaws. Like, you know, that's where we are in this time frame, which also is, I guess, a little bit re- or comforting knowing that if something ends relatively quickly, like in that three to six month range, it's okay. Cause now it's like, it probably shouldn't have lasted that long. You know what I'm saying? Like, the first three months of motherfucker wasn't even who he said he was going to be. So we're taking the stages for face value and really using them yes. to assess and not. And I think that's where a lot of us get messed up because people come and it's like we automatically turn them into the one. In so once months. you decide that they're the one, hell, before that, sometimes once you decide that I'm they're the from that first to three months. Period, oh, yeah. Be like, he's it. Once you decide that they're the one. Of course, you're rationalizing mm-hmm. and trying to keep them because it's like, I've already made the decision that you're the one. And I've already made the decision based on you presenting your best self. And shit, before they even can fully present, they come and they say one word and it's like, you're the one. I know. But then we get to month four, five, six, and it's like, oh, wow, you actually ain't the one. Yeah. So let them go after that. If they really start cutting up before that six month period, that's who they are. Let them go. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, 
Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Now. Let me go. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Month six to nine is where we start to decide if what they presented is what we want to work with. You can can handle handle it. it. Yeah. Can I handle it? Whatever your thing might be. Is it okay? Can I work through it? Right. Right. Now, month nine to 12 is where things start getting serious. We start talking about the future building. This is where the LTR comes in. At this point, we've decided that we're going to be together and move forward through whatever until motherfucker, we can't no more. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. It makes sense. So acknowledging the stages. Yes. Acknowledge the stage and also giving yourself some grace because if you do feel like, wow, they're special, it's likely because they're presenting the best self. And if the shit falls off and it's not that, it's okay too. It's like, oh, okay. We dated. I seen the vibe. Peace, motherfucker. Yeah, it just didn't work out. It didn't work out. And it's okay. And that's okay. Everything is not going to work out. The reality is more relationships are going to not work out than are going to work out. And so that's if why we it takes accept time that, yeah, if we accept that, like this is might not work out, mm-hmm. we can move on quicker instead of staying stuck in something that we didn't need to be in. So the final stage of limerence is the deterioration stage. Mm -hmm. So in healthy relationships, this is where the relationship wouldn't necessarily deteriorate. It's like, you know what? We've come against some challenges and we have worked through them. We've built trust. We've built a sense of security. And it's not like, you know, you're just settling. It's just that we have found that we are good partners and we can work through things. It's It's not conditional, whereas limerence is more conditional. At this point, you've built a, a a sense of like unconditional. We using that real loosely, y'all, because yeah. there's conditions to love. But there is. You sit. You've built a sense of connection where you can get through. Yeah, there's like a commitment, a loyalty. It's not yes. surface. It's like I'm really in it with you, and I know it's not gonna always be perfect. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be some things that piss me off. You irritate and I accept da-da-da. your flaws. I accept your flaws. I accept you for who you really are. Period. And we're still gonna go. But when you're in limerence. And you've been stuck in this cycle. This is the stage where it's like everything falls apart. Mm -hmm. The image of them that you built up, you realize, oh, my God. Yeah, you start to lose interest. Yeah, the infatuation is gone. Yeah. And you just find find yourself devastated, frustrated, and completely crushed because it's like, oh, my God, this was never a vibe. You never really were what you were. You never really were. And and this is also the time when people gaslighting you, they could really get, get over on your ass. Not that they don't already be getting over on you when they gaslighting you, but when you already have rationalized that they are this person who's going to be good to you and be the person that you've been waiting on, wow, manipulative. I mean, yeah, they might not, might not even be trying to, but they might just cab you in a chokehold. That too. And Unhand me, you beast. Yeah, they might just have you in a chokehold. So there's some things um, that... 
there are certain spaces where we might be more susceptible to limerence. One, if you got a goddamn pattern like us. Mm -hmm. But if you're feeling lonely, right? If you've been battling with loneliness and it's like, you know what? I don't want to be lonely. I want someone. And then someone comes around. You might want to grasp onto them because it's like, I don't want to be lonely no more. So whatever this is. It's offering hope. Mm -hmm. That's what we hope. We hope that the nigga act right. You are the one. I hope you can save me. And I don't want to be alone. And get me out the ghetto. And I don't want to be alone. And keep me out the streets. Sometimes you have to do your time in the streets. Hold on. Sometimes the streets is where you belong. Drake said. What did he say? to the streets, but the streets belong <laughs> to me. That's what he said. Sometimes you just have to get out there and maybe don't look at them as a streets. Maybe we can reframe the streets. Hmm. What's another place that's filled with opportunities? Farmer's market. I'm okay. in the farmer's market. And I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of produce, but and I'm taking my time. That I can pick from. Period. Yeah, You feel me? These are the options. Fresh uh, produce. Fresh, fresh produce. There's so many options. For and I'm taking pick. my time going through farmer's market. Picking up flowers. Picking up flowers. Getting some salsa and chips. Getting yes. some fresh produce. Trying, trying this, trying that. Seeing what I like. And when I come back and I love it. I can rock with it. Yes. You're at the farmer's market. We're at the farmer's market. We're not in the streets. We're back to the farmer's market. Yes. Surrounded by abundance and opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that's it. We bring it around, baby. We I love that. I love that. I love that. So, yeah, just try when we're dealing with the limerence. Um, sometimes fear of rejection. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be chosen. We want to be chosen. And having like feeling like we have a hold on somebody and they're there and they're entertaining us makes us feel chosen. And it's like, you have chosen me, stay. Because I don't want to get back out there and have to be chosen again. Yeah, it's something about that. It's something about being chosen. Girl, you're chosen. Fuck it up when you bust wide open. Anyway, yes. Yeah. I think that's kind of... Have you experienced limerence? Bitch, yes. You know, I'll be in there. Uh-huh. Stay in there. <laughs> but yeah, How do you it, get yourself out of it? Is it just like once you get knocked out? The last situation where I was with a nigga for 4,000 years? Stop. Don't do that. This is my truth. This is my truth. I was with him for... Germany, that- stop. 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 <laughs> stop. Okay. It's more of a metaphor. It's more of a metaphor, but I'm telling y'all. This you felt was, like you guys were so connected that it felt like 4,000 years. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But you didn't even let me get through it because you wouldn't tell me to stop. That's exactly what I was going to explain to y'all. I felt like I was deeply connected with this person. Like we knew each other many, many lifetimes before. And then we... I mean, that's a real feeling of sense of familiarity. And maybe I shouldn't have quantified it. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have quantified it. But if we must... It felt like we was entangled for a real long time. I swear. I'm like, that nigga had to be my twin flame. I extinguished mm. that motherfucker. <laughs> flame out. out. Put it out, okay? I had to put it out. But what I will say is, I felt like I was deeply connected with that person. Um, so much so that the our first go around... There was probably a lot of things, a lot of ways that we were not alike or aligned that I was like, but this person is perfect. They want the things that I want, 
when I want them. He was already talking about motherfucking engage, getting engaged within a year. That's my kind. That's of the thing that gets me that I recognize is so basic that gets me into this limerence or like fantasy world when you hear something that you weren't hearing before. Yes, something like. I want to be married. I would like to be I'm married. Ready. They're giving timelines and it's like, oh yeah. You're talking Yeah, my you're talk. talking my talk. And that is like a breadcrumb of what's needed to have like a healthy relationship. Yeah. Somebody just desiring to be married as well and having a timeline with it. That's great, but that's not enough. But I feel like, like to your point, because I was something that I hadn't gotten before, this situation really like I felt almost like overwhelmed with like oh this is what it's like that happened because to me too. I had not had none of that it makes you feel like wow this is like I'm able to progress mm-hmm. and move forward to the next steps this is making me feel like an adult yes I, I feel like, like wow, I'm, I'm having really a really relation. mature relationship exactly so once timelines are being presented and you're you too are saying you want to get married and you want to move in and you want to do all of this shit I'm like oh I've been waiting for you at the door right i've been waiting for you and like i mentioned there were a lot of red red flags or just misalignment right which can be a red flag like he was a good and i red flag red flag doesn't mean bad person it's just a flag that was not good for for me right right so i feel like there were a lot of red flags that came up that i just dismissed or like oh i could i could work through it or like it's no big deal because I had already idealized the relationship. I had idealized this person. I'm like, he is a good man. He is a good man. (laughs) Savannah. He's a good man. He's going to be my good man. And yes, I fell into that state of like, this is perfect. And he's still a good man. Just not good for you. He's still a great man. Yes. Yeah, that that happens. It's like, and the things are, you know, they could be coming up in conversation. And you know, when you hear something and it's like. Yeah. And you just be like, whatever, that won't work. We can change that or that won't really. Or we can work through that. that We can work through that or that won't really come to fruition. Or even I can live without that or I can can modify myself or my own desires Mm -hmm. to work around that because that's what I have found myself doing. I'm a... I am a person who likes to go out. I like to have a good time. This person was more of an introverted, wanted to be in the house. And I was like, well, I could sort of modify my life where I reserve two to three weekends for my partner, which that's a lot. Nigga, what? (laughs) No tea, no shade. But it's like, I don't want to reserve my weekends so that I have them X'd off and I can only do weekends with my friends. I mean, do things with my friends on certain weekends. I just needed to be more. You needed more flexibility. Yeah, like. We do what we do. If I'm busy this day, we might hang on Sunday, whatever it looks like. And that was, there was no flexibility. It was too structured for you, for a girl who's not, for you, a girl who's not good with structure. Yeah. That wouldn't have worked for you. But when it was presented, I was like, okay, like I could see, maybe I thought I was maybe immature for not understanding how that is how real relationships are like, this is how mature motherfuckers doing their shit. (laughs) Because I'm like, I have not been doing this at all. I've been leaving my old man. Not the old man. (laughs) (laughs) I've been leaving my old man at that That tilt. That made him cry all goddamn night. That right there. (laughs) That right there I've been doing. No, I was leaving my old man at the crib and I was out every weekend. And he was at home. So that I was like, oh. But that's also what he wanted to do. That's why it was moving seamlessly because Mm -hmm. you weren't doing something that he didn't like right but when you were deciding to be with someone who uh requires or desires a different type of flow format Mm -hmm. that's when you really had to say can i really do this exactly and that's when i realized whoa 
the first time going around, honestly, y'all, I'm gonna walk y'all through my whole stage. <laughs> I was up in all of that and the deterioration part. I was very devastated once it was like, we're not a vibe, right? Because truth be told, calling a spade a spade, he broke up with me. And I was shook. I was like, Ooh. You weren't expecting. I was not expecting. Yeah. I had done all the things to make myself appear perfect, right? Or mm -hmm. not, you know, like going, you can know what you we do. Be my wifey. You know exactly. What we do. Right. I was doing all of that. I'm like, I am the person that you want. I'm gonna whatever it is, I'm presenting my best self the whole time. And y'all, the first stint that we were together was only four months. All this happened in four fucking months. Four months. That is a Brittany. A whirlwind. I know. In four months. I was there. I so was there. I was present. Right with me. A lot happened in that four-month period. So it's like I was making myself appear like I'm the bitch you want to marry. Right. And then once it started to fall, unravel, where it was like, maybe we're not aligned. Maybe it's not a vibe. Your shit is showing up. I can't get with it. Whatever it is. And it completely, like, deteriorated, for lack of better words. And he was like, yes, I, we, we're not yeah, it's not working. How did he break up with me again? Whatever. It was just basically like, yeah, it's too much. It's not working. We're and I was like, oh shit. I was caught off guard. Because that pulls a rug from under your feet because it's like, you, if you're used to presenting best self, and that also ties into being chosen, mm -hmm. and you're deciding that I'm not, the, you're the not buck choosing. stops here. I was so shook. I'm like, hold on. Nobody ain't never pulled the rug from under my feet. The buck stops here. You were deciding that the buck stops here. And that's when I said, uh-uh, uh-uh. But as a result <laughs> of that, as a result of that, I was always in this state of like, what if? What did I do wrong? What could I do? Because you didn't make the decision to I end it. I did not make the decision to end it. Stay with your toes down. It was very sick. <laughs> it was a very sick, 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 sick time. Yeah. And uh -uh. we got right back into it. And what I'm going to say is once we entered the relationship a, a second time after a few months had passed, I feel like I was a little more grounded. I was I was already going into it like my glasses were off, nigga. Rose color were off. They was blue. I was cripping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Different color. Nigga, fuck a glass. I got to a glacic while we were away. I see it. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. 2020 vision, ho. Okay, I said, hold on. Took my blue crip glasses, set them down, <laughs> and figured out what the fuck Period. was going on. I'm like, let me let me really come in this with a clear vision. You feel me? I just want to go in and see what's really popping. And at that point, I realized, oh, there's actually misalignment here. I'm not tripping. I could really see it for what it is, mm -hmm. you know? And and then I ended it. Victory is mine. I got the victory, victory. Listen, Sick. I ended it. I ended it. I ended it. <laughs> I ended it. Uh-uh. I did. I did. You did. I did. So, yes, the, all that to say is I've been in limerence. I've gone through each stage. That was the only reason why I brought the deterioration is that it really felt like, what the hell, when the shit ended? I was in shambles for a minute. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. How did that? It was devastating that I was like, this person that I thought was the one, that I thought, like, we had this crazy connection. Just decided that it was no more. It was, it's no more. And I, it was more of the realization, right, that it's not a vibe. That was heartbreaking. Yeah, I've been there. And what I was saying when you mentioned how did I get out of now done turn into my episode. Yeah, how'd you get in out of it? How'd you get out of it? How'd you get out of it? I got out of it. Well, not that how I got out of it. 
how I kept myself from getting back into that. That's state. the key. How I how be, yeah, because you might have been in it, but don't go back. Breaking the pattern. So how do Every we break chain. it? How do we break Every it? Every chain. I how told do you break and I've been path? saying this. Oh, taking your time. Taking my time. That was super important. Like, it's not that I wanted the relationship to move very, very slowly, but I needed to pace myself. Like, I needed to really decide, dog, you can't just fall head over heels for this man just because he shows up. He's he's great. Like, really look at it for what it is, you know, like, because I will be all the way in. So what is your taking your time day? look like to you? Like, what are some what are some practical, tangible things that you did to take your time? I tried not There's to get some it. things that people do. They're like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to yeah. do that. When we first started talking, uh, I tried not to become so attached to the idea or fixated on him calling me or us talking every day. I was like, all right, we're in the beginning stages. We're chatting, bop, 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 bop. If he don't call me or we don't talk, it's cool. Because like you said, he's not obligated to talk to me. Right. But immediately I'm like, how could you not? Yeah. Want to. I mean, I'm, I'm here. I'm here, right. She's interesting. She has a lot to say. Right. But I was like, nah, it's cool. And I think I gave my permit myself permission to not get emotionally attached to him. I really had to tell myself, like, no, that's as tangible as it got for me, y'all, because I literally dive all the way in. I had to tell myself, not this time, girl, <laughs> not this time. Don't that, get emotional. That's what I had to do. I was like, it needs to progress at a healthy pace, not to the point where I'm like, uh. and I was like, are we boyfriend girl? That I struggle with that, too. And I'm like, OK. Slowly but surely, it's going to happen. So it's very hard for me to put it into words because it was more of a feeling thing and just keeping my own emotions in check. That's probably the most tangible thing that I can say. It was a matter of keeping my emotions in check and not idealizing this person where it's like, he's going to be the person that we're going to live happily ever after. Right, right. It was more like, he's a great time right now. This is fun. I'm learning a lot about myself. I'm learning about him. And if it turns into something more, then it will. Then it will. And I think in this dynamic, I have tried to keep that mindset. Like, although I get excited about certain things, I try to really stay connected to like, this is where we are in the relationship right now. This is the phase that we're in the relationship right now. Because I will be ready. And you know, I still be still be ready. I know, I know you, Brian. I know her very well. I'd be like, I could just see the ring on my finger now. <laughs> but then I had to be like, okay, it's going to come. Yeah. It's going to come. But don't think I ain't sent Brittany my request. Girl. In case the nigga she, she sent them all. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's important, though. Staying grounded mm -hmm. um, and trying to find the balance between staying grounded and not being closed off. Because in efforts to be grounded, I'll just be like, we ain't going nowhere. Robot. You'll have one of them things on you that keeps the balloons. Uh, uh, wait, a but wait, wait, a wait, a wait, a balloon wait. Yeah. Being open, but not being so head over heels and just completely oblivious that you get fucked, that I get fucked from the front and the back. It's yeah. like, yes, experience things for what it is. And that's been a part of my practice of being more in flow. Like I don't have control over everything. I don't want it. I do kind of but I'm learning to not even desire to have control over mm -hmm. all the things and mm -hmm. just go with the flow and as long as it's a vibe it's a vibe and when it's not a vibe if it happens to not be a vibe anymore then it's, it's just it's not good. yeah I love that for us yeah so when you are dating okay so we decided we're dating mm -hmm. we're dating 
Do you believe in test? Mm. Mm-hmm. Cause I've been tested. I can talk yeah. about a recent test. Talk about it. This was um shortly after the um nine month stint. Stint, right? <clears throat> I'm minding my own business. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm minding my own business, and I receive a, a um DM on Instagram from a fella I had been receiving you know you post pictures and yeah. people react blah, blah, blah. he had been reacting to several pictures I don't remember when he started following me I never had followed him um and one day um instead of just like liking the reaction I had sent an emoji mm-hmm. in response so that opened the door to conversation right so we were conversing in the dms and um he was asking me questions and I was responding to the questions. And then like the conversation was just flowing. And then he was like, um, we should text. And I was like, well, let me go to his page because I don't know you. Let me, let me see what, who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed that we had some mutual friends. So that like made me feel a little better. And so I went, his page was private. And so I requested him, he approved me and lo and behold, the nigga was cute. I said, Oh, this might be something. Yeah. This might be something. Oh, already. Hmm, attracted. Mm-hmm. So I went back to the DMs. I'm like, we can take it to text. So, then, <laughs> so he took it to text. We're texting. And he was like, the conversation was great. He was saying all the right things. It seemed like he was saying, again, the attractiveness. Um, something going for himself. Just, you know, and I'm like. I was already having the thoughts like, wow, this might just be a blessing Yeah, that I just stumbled across Think about the story. Right. You know, I'm like, this just came. I wasn't looking for it. I'm available. You know, like, wow, mm-hmm. is this how the love starts in the DMs? Because I don't be entertaining anyone in the DMs. I'm like, is this how the people stumbled upon in the DMs? We're in Mexico. The convo is going great. We've been talking for I don't know. Maybe it was like a week, two weeks. I think it may have been two weeks. Not that long. Um, We're in Mexico and I get a text message to my phone from baby boy. And y'all, it's a video of a girl giving it. On his dick. (laughs) The clarification, his dick is getting sucked. It's not just a regular I don't know whose dick it was. but Oh, yeah, we don't know if it was his. I don't know if it was his. I ain't never seen it. Yeah. But it came to my phone. And immediately I'm like, my my first thoughts was, what the fuck? Like why i'm thinking this is a good man he's he said he was just at church earlier he said he was just at church earlier that day i'm like what are you doing how was your day he was like oh i just left church he was always talking about my god my god my god yeah he was and then um so i wasn't expecting this at all i'm like this is a man of faith i know Mm. that they got needs too but brad don't send it to my phone so anyway he sends the video and he's like, oh, my God, embarrassing. I didn't mean to send that. I was having a personal moment and I needed something. Da, 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 da. Y'all, you know what I said? I said, this is a test. Yeah. This is a test. I'm not about to go back and forth with you because there, it's very hard to send, accidentally send a video on an iPhone. And I just was in a state where I'm like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. If a red flag comes up, I was fresh off the heels. I'm like, if a red flag comes up. We're done because I don't have time for that to be justified. And then you're coming back and there's some more sick shit. I'm like, this is a sign. This is a test to just 
leave this right here where it's at. He was blocked across all platforms, and I went on about my life because I really feel like that was a test. That was. You like, said that. You said that. I really did, and I feel like we all are tests. We all get tests, and they pop up, and it's your choice to see if you're going to keep going and maybe prolong the experience or be like, hmm, this isn't it, and then move on to what you really desire. Mm-hmm. Because he was presenting some things, really, in those little conversations. I'm like, wow. Something you were holding on to. Yeah, I'm like, wow, this could potentially be a vibe. But as soon as that thing popped up, I said, it's actually not the vibe I thought it was. Yeah. And the more we... Hitting it back on the shelf. Yeah, the more we kind of listen to ourselves, our instincts, follow our gut, it's like the tests become easier and easier to pass. After your previous experience, you had already decided, okay, when something shows up, I'm not ignoring it. So when this shit presented itself, it was like, oh, I see a red flag, nigga, boop, I'm done. Right. You know, you start flexing that muscle. Exactly. You shut shit down quicker Quicker. and quicker each time. It's like boop, 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 beep, beep, bop. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got an A. And she's passed. I got an A on that assignment. I understood the assignment. You did. You did. Shit. So, do you have any? Never mind. What? Nothing. <laughs> tests are being passed over here, and that's that on that. Yeah. Let us know if you're passing any tests. Yeah. Do you feel like you pass tests pretty easily? Yes. I'm gonna tell y'all a situation where I had a test. Well, the nigga showed me who he was before. <laughs> he showed me. It's all. It always comes down to these niggas, yeah. and I, I hate to say it, but I wonder who. I wonder who's pass the test with me who whose test i was yeah whose test was on? i don't know because i know I, i've been some people's tests they don't be that tapped in no they probably don't even know no because well right but i'm thinking like there's some people that who we were not their cup of tea they might have wanted somebody with more this more that and they mm-hmm. probably was like i passed that test she was not what i wanted ultimately in my wife I wanted a wife who was They'd more. Probably be feeling I wanted like a wife who. I wanted a wife who didn't was all who wasn't always trying to be outside. Good, but then whatever. Bye. <laughs> Shit. Go get you a boring bitch. <laughs> Jk. Jk. To all the girls who want to stay inside, you're not boring. I'm just saying that's not who I. Okay, am. so what's the test you passed? Um, when I had an experience with a guy that I was dating, mm-hmm. he was already shitty off the rip. Mm-hmm. He came back into my life, mm-hmm. making it seem like he was reformed. reformed and refined doing all the things that I wanted him to do. And we were hanging out and doing all the things. And then he got back on his bullshit. And I I made a few excuses, uh, not excuses. I rationalized his behavior. Like maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe he doing this, maybe he doing that. And then when I realized actually, no, he's still, I told myself and y'all, it did not take me a long time with it. The second time around, it didn't take me a long time. He came back around probably in like September, by October, I had already said, uh-uh, I don't like the way I feel. We had gone out a few times, and then I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't, right, like, I don't that. like that. And then I told him. I was like, I don't really like the way I feel when you do this. And I'm going to have to dead it right here, right now, because I'm not moving forward. And he was like, oh, but da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, uh, no. That's empowering. That was I, That's when I said, uh, I, felt, I felt myself level up at that point. You really do feel yourself level up. Mm-hmm. It's like... It really feels like, no, I've made a decision. I don't like the way I feel. And that's it. And that's it. And th- these decisions were made, both of us passing these tests were made from a logical standpoint, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Because when that hit my phone, I was like, no. And I had blocked him on my phone before I had made the time to go block him on Instagram. So he definitely had DM'd me like, I see that. Oh, really? I was blocked. Like, 
I didn't want to offend somebody. I really have enjoyed getting to know you and you're giving me the opportunity. I said, no. No. Block. Block. You're still blocked. Yeah. Now you're blocked on here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you'll because never see me. It, you can get sucked in like, oh, he said that he didn't. Mm. No. Yeah, passing test. That's probably what Issa's really doing with Lawrence. You're right. Passing a test. We're going to get on what a get test. Into that on Patreon. What a test. Yeah. So. Passing test. Is there anything else that you have to say? Um, <clears throat> do we want to talk about the flags? No. No. Okay. We already talked about it. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> I don't. I guess we'll just wrap it up by saying that when you're dating, like dating can be triggering. It really can. Mm-hmm. But we can also empower ourselves and we can look at these as experiences to learn more about ourselves. Like we said in previous episodes to figure out what we actually desire, what works for us, what doesn't work for us. Like try to be your most authentic self so that you can attract what's really for you. I know like we want to be chosen. We want to be in a relationship and all of that shit, but we want it to be healthy. Right. And we want it to feel good and we don't want it to feel forced and we don't want to be miserable. So. We have to do our part, stay grounded, mm-hmm. be vulnerable, mm-hmm. keep your head on a swivel. Yes. And remember that you also have the power to do the choosing. Now we need to cue that. Emma, put this on, put this song in here. Dun, 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 fuck around and get chose tonight. <laughs> Drop it. We're going to see y'all next week. Okay, Love we'll talk so to y'all much. later. Bye. Bye. Thank you.